right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right, so here we are Tuesday. It's March the 30th of 2021. Kelly has this new gimmick that she does right before we come on the air, where for whatever reason... (laughs) It's almost like she's about to go play a game. She starts to kind of stretch and shake out her hands and arms and neck. And I'm like, wait a minute. What is this about? I don't know. Maybe it's because I did play sports and like this is our, I don't know, in this phase of our life, this is our game time. Yeah. And maybe it's just, a, you know, I mean, it is early. A lot of us ask us how we do this every day. It's because I stretch and shake out before we get started, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's sure an interesting thing to watch right before we go on there. I'm like, okay, we have one minute what and we're live. What are you live. doing? And she's going, wah, 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 wah. You're like, what is happening over I just, here? you know, I don't know. It's almost like uh, a UFC fighter right before, you know, the first, uh, the bell goes off for the first time, right? What it's would like, you do if I did got up and did like the Conor McGregor walk? I mean, that's basically what it feels like. It's like she's totally gearing herself up. she got to yeah. psych herself up to start the show. Yeah, sure. So uh, today on Monday, March 30th is... National Take a Walk in the Park Day. Okay, yeah. It's also National I Am in Control Day, oh. which uh, most women would love that, but it's not necessarily <laughs> that. <laughs> or most men think they are, but okay. it's actually the women. That's probably much more accurate. Uh, this is more like take control of your life type of stuff. Oh, you know, make yeah. plans, make goals, get a calendar, a day planner, and kind of plan it out. Uh, also, and this is kind of a big one for Kelly over the last year, it's National Virtual Vacation Day. Why is that a big one for me? Didn't you get to take a Disney vacation on YouTube last year? Yeah, we watched it on YouTube because it was canceled. (laughs) (laughs) So we told the kids to get on YouTube and watch rides. No, but we've done that before. Mm -hmm. You know, Kai said to me, he said, hey, if we go to Disney, will you go on those rides with me that go upside down? And I've never done one of those in my entire life. And I don't think even if my kid is asking, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, like dad is it's it's risky enough for me to get on a high roller coaster that doesn't go upside down. So you're going to sacrifice your wife. Oh, yeah. But she says as she's gotten older, that's not easy on her either. Yeah, it, it's different. Like you have babies and all of a sudden things just change. It's true. And your equilibrium changes. <laughs> I told that story one time. We went out to uh, one of the fairs in Arkansas and I knew one of the guys who was operating one of the rides. And it's the ride that kind of swings you out real far and the thing kind of spins and then it whips you back across. I can't think of what the name is. Tilt a whirl? That might be what it is. But it like ends up getting really, really fast. And like the ride is supposed to last, what, two minutes? It's like two minutes of thrills. And then you get off and you're like, okay, cool. I made it. Well, I realized as I was on there that one of the guys, and I'll call him out. His name is Roy Rogers. <laughs> Roy Rogers was helping to operate one of the rides. And Roy continued. He was trying to give me added value, bonus. And the ride kept going. I guarantee you the two-minute ride was seven minutes. My neck was hurting. I felt like I was going to throw up. And I'm screaming, Roy, stop the ride. I bet it was the scrambler. Is that it? I think that's it. And it makes you feel like you're about to go past the rail, and then it whips you back real fast? Yes. And seven minutes on that one side is getting squished. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Because Kai gets the inside. I get the outside. Like, I'm going to fly over the rail. Uh-huh. Seven minutes later. Yeah, thanks a lot, Roy. Mm. So also National Doctors Day today. And oddly enough, we know quite a few doctors. We do. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. Like I I was always afraid of doctors when I was young. I hated going to the doctor. Maybe that's why they've all reached out to you to try to change your, I don't know, outlook on doctors. Maybe that's it. I remember 
I can still remember the name of my pediatrician, Plano, Texas, right by what we called the General Hospital in Plano. It must have been a hot girl. It wasn't. Oh. Peter Sherrod. Oh. So Peter Sherrod was my pediatrician. And at what age do you transition out of the pediatric world? Can you tell me? Like, um, what would you think is the right I age? I would say like 18, 19-ish, like as your whatever. Oh, you still go to a pediatrician at that age? Well. So maybe it wasn't that unusual. Oh. I was still there when I was like 16. And there's like a bunch of four-year-olds running around. No, I think that's normal. That's fine? Yeah. I think the reason I still went to Peter Sherrod for so long, Dr. Sherrod by <laughs> Plano General Hospital, was because he was fairly attractive and my mother enjoyed taking me to the doctor. Oh, okay. I don't think I was nearly as sickly as she tried to pretend I was. <laughs> Let's go see Dr. Sherrod. <laughs> That's basically it, man. But I remember she being, uh, my mom being all impressed that he had a motorcycle. He was like a doctor oh. with a motorcycle. And that means you are a rebel. Ooh. <laughs> That's why I bought one. <laughs> anyway, good morning, everybody. Thanks for starting your day with us. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Can you explain to me how randomly we both walk in wearing the same shirt? Like, what know. are the chances of this? We both have a lot of clothes, mm-hmm. a bunch of different options that we can go and choose Especially from. Especially T-shirts. Yeah. So how in the world? When I walk into the door and I see Kelly sitting here, I realize we are wearing the exact same T-shirt. And I think we might do this like at least twice a week. It is weird. With a different T-shirt. And like we have no idea what the other one's going to wear. It's not a set up deal. Yeah. And so when we walk in today, we're like, what? No. What is your mood today? Can you tell me what your mood is? It's happy. I'm good. Happy. It's we're, what we're in a, a bright blue color. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of like we're both a little bit optimistic. Yeah. Today's going to be OK. Yeah. So anyway, we're in the same clothes today. What do your pants look like? Uh, definitely same, not like yours. See if, what, what does that huh? mean? I'm just saying mine are probably a little bit more girly. Yeah. That's hopefully. all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's an insult on me or you. Uh, yeah. Stand up. Let me see if we have the same color. Uh, basically the same. Good grief. How big are the holes in your pants? Oh, hush. What are you trying to do over oh, there? Oh, hush. Who wears that many holes in their pants? Whatever. Are those old? <laughs> no. I'll sound like a grandpa. No, grandpa. They're not. Do you remember back uh, when I was doing, I can't remember what, what year it was, but probably like 07, 08, 09, something like that. Um, the holy jeans. Like, and my holy jeans were you, about as holy as they could get. You had some very... Holy jeans. And I bet you still have them, don't you? Oh, yeah. They're still in my closet. But there's no way I could put them on at this point because there's way too much skin being exposed. But at one point, I thought that was like the cool thing, like uh-huh. the rattered and tattered and stuff like that. And then, um, you know how like they start off as small holes and then progressively like you get your foot caught and stuff like that and the holes get bigger. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you rip the one in the knee. I yep. remember having one where the knee hole was so big it flopped over. Oh. And I still wore those to work. I wore those to like events. Like a flap? Like, yeah. Oh. Hmm. I'd go to events like that. And it's you, me. And you thought you were cool. My Hollister t-shirt. My necklace that had a beer can opener on the top. Stop. Or a beer bottle oh opener. Yeah. Gosh. That's what I did back in the day, man. I was a straight up stud. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2002, and Martina McBride had the number one song in country music on this day. Like 
was number one 19 years ago today. Across a crowded room, I know you know what I'm thinking by the way I look at you. And when we're lying in the quiet and no words have to be said, I think to myself, I think to myself, this love is a Watch out, here she goes. Good morning, everybody. We appreciate you listening to us and y'all as always. Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Well, it's a big week for Justin Bieber as he makes history on the Billboard charts. He is the first solo male to debut at number one on the Hot 100 songs, which means the single, and also on the album charts. So congratulations to Justin Bieber. Now, the song that debuted at number one was his latest song, and it's also his latest tattoo. It's called Peaches. If you haven't heard it, it sounds like this. Yeah, and I'll be right here with you too. Yeah, I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my one from California. That's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. That right there, the number one song on the Hot 100. Now, the album, which is out, is called Justice. It features a bunch of songs you've probably already heard, like anyone. Features a song, Holy. And also the song, Lonely. So again, Justin Bieber. The first solo male to debut at number one with Peaches and number one with the album Justice. Congratulations to Justin Bieber. A big week for him.
Got your gossip on Demi Lovato. So when asked if she wants to have children of her own, Demi says she used to, but if anything, she wants to adopt more than anything. She went on to talk about how this time last year she was engaged to a man and totally thought by now she'd be married, maybe even pregnant, and that's not the case. And she knows that her life is not going to go according to her plan. So she says she could sit here and say, yes, I would love to have children, but I don't know because that might change next week. I think in this moment, I do want to adopt for sure. But as far as music goes, Dancing with the Devil is her newest song. If you haven't heard that song, this is what it sounds like. I was dancing with the devil out of control. Almost made it to heaven. It was closer than you know. That's wild, man. Have you seen the YouTube documentary yet? I have not, but I've heard that uh, it's very telling. Yeah, really strong, mm-hmm. I think. Hey, got your gossip on Lady Gaga, the dog walker guy, right? So if you remember, Ryan Fisher was walking Lady Gaga's dogs when all of a sudden uh, two dudes pull up in a car, shoot him, steal the dogs. Crazy story, right? So Ryan Fisher, uh, this happened back on February the 24th. He's just now getting out of the hospital. And he's uh, writing on his social media that while he was in the hospital, his lung collapsed once and then it collapsed again. And he said at that point he realized that the uh, the line for healing was not going to be an easy line. He also says he's trying to figure out uh, the way he can deal with the triggers in the real world that cause him to have the anxiety and the feelings that he had, the trauma, which he says uh, the trauma is way worse than dealing with that one moment in life. It's the residual effects of what he's dealing with. But he is recovering, and that is good news. Lady Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher. Got to gossip on Sharon Stone. So she has a memoir out entitled The Beauty of Living Twice. So there's a lot of shocking things that she talks about, but one of the trending topics is the part where she says she got implants in 2001 without her consent. Wait a minute. Right. How does that even happen? (laughs) I know. This is what she says. Sharon says she had uh, gigantic benign tumors removed from her chest, and during the reconstruction process, the doctor decided she needed to go bigger. Again, this is Sharon Stone. She says when she unbanded, she discovered that she was a full cup size bigger. Uh, The doctor said that they go better with your hip size. She goes on to say that this doctor changed her body without her knowledge or consent. Mm. The doctor also told her that he thought she would, quote, look better. You can't do that. Right. So all of this is in her new memoir, uh, The Beauty of Living Twice, which that she gets that name because she was on the operating table at one point and had a near-death experience. Wow, I didn't know that. So there's a lot of stuff about abuse, about that, all in this new Sharon Stone memoir. So might have to read that. That is very salacious. Yeah. The idea that you're under and the doctor decides to change the way you look because he thinks it's going to be better. Oof. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me think like maybe he knew her really well and thought he was comfortable enough. I can't imagine most doctors saying, you know what? I think I'm just going to change this and she'll look better uh, when she wakes up. Yeah. That seems very hard to believe. But of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading the seal this morning and I was talking about facial hair, right? And I have this battle with facial hair and I'll go ahead and talk about it because I'm sure there's other dudes who have it too. I had blonde hair when I had hair. So that means like my eyebrows are really light and my facial hair comes in for the most part really light, mm-hmm. which a lot of times makes it look, look like I either have no facial hair or like I have straight up like a Joe Dirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like there's no good in between. And it doesn't matter how long I grow out my beard. It just looks like it's stringy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it thickens up 
well, it doesn't really thicken up that much. Like I see those guys like beards have become so trendy mm-hmm. over the last little bit. And like, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, so once again, I am completely off trend. It's fine. I think they have beards you can um, buy. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. So I was reading about like the the big trends right now in facial hair. It's a Google Trends deal. And these are the ones where people uh, believe these are the facial hair preferences of certain states. And I was kind of surprised by the Arkansas preference because they say the Arkansas preference is mutton chops. Huh? Which means that you have a lot of hair coming down from like your sideburns, but then it kind of falls apart by the time it gets to your chin. So this could either be like you have the goatee and there's like the the wings of the goatee and nothing on the chin, or it could be no mustache, but you just have these really long strips of hair from your sideburns and no mustache or goatee. Can you think of anyone in your life right now here in Arkansas that has that going on? No. I can't either. No, but they say it's like a Wolverine type deal. Oh. Oh, all of a sudden it sounds very appealing. Hello, Hugh Jackman. So the people, the states that have the mutton chops, Arkansas is one of them, Iowa and Wisconsin. We're kind of right there all together. Hmm. They say the most popular thing across the country, and it's the thing I can't grow, is a full beard. 26 states choose a full beard as the number one type. Wow. Which is wild, right? Yeah. Your husband, do you prefer him with a full beard, a little bit of stubble or nothing? A little bit, a little bit, a lit. Little bit of stubble, stubble, yeah, not the full beard, no, but like Joey can grow a full no, beard, he, no, and it's like real in thick. like a day, it's weird, right? Yes. And but you you prefer kept, yeah. but not all the way shaved, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's wild because anytime I say, hey, I think I'm gonna shave my face, my wife freaks out and my co host freaks out, <laughs> and they basically will say to me, It's because no. we have to look well, thank that you. That sounded mean, that, I didn't that mean that it was like me. that, yeah. Because you have to look at. It. I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. The only state who wants a really close uh, shave is Maryland. Huh. So, but in the old days, like you watch movies, and like I'll see a guy like on television with like a good jawline and a shaved face. Yeah. And it looks good. Yeah. And like you know, executives, and here I am, a big business guy in my suit, and that looks really good. Yeah. So you should, you should just go with whatever you're comfortable with. But what my wife says is because I have no hair on the top of my head, if I shave all the hair on my face as well, it just looks like I, I'm all head and neck. And at least even if this isn't thick, it shades a little bit. Mm-hmm. It gives me a little shading. Yeah, you got some shading. We still need to do the just for men thing. I love the idea last week. You told me, hey, that a uh, little bit of a goatee you have, a little bit of a beard showing quite a bit of gray. <laughs> so- Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate you always being there to lift me up. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And I'm still sitting here trying to determine if I could have any facial hair like that I wanted, which one I would choose. Maybe because I live here in Arkansas, I'd go with the mutton chops. You see me with that? No. You don't? No. Not a good look for me? I don't think so. What about a mustache? My dad had a mustache in the late 70s. Yeah. Do Hmm. I look like a mustache type of guy? No, you don't. I think I might be able to grow well, that a little bit thicker. But and your mustache, mm-hmm. your hair on your upper lip is very, very, very blonde. That is not a mean thing to say. Quit yeah. looking at me like that's mean. No. It's not mean to say. So okay, why are you being so defensive? You've got that it? look on your face, like no. I have just shattered your world. No, I'm not being defensive. Okay. What if it was a handlebar mustache? That's a big one. <laughs> no. What would you call what I have? Stubble. Yeah. 
Like, this is about as beard as I get, but to most people, this would be stubble. It's not a shadow. It's definitely more than a shadow. Yeah. What about the chin strap? That's another one. Mm. Some people say a pencil mustache. <laughs> like a real thin one? No. Yeah, you'd have to color yours in a little bit. Is this though. pretty much what I need to be? I think, yes, you're at where you need to be. I'm going to look at myself real quick oh, and here. see what I look like. It's kind of early to look at yourself, though. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, god. What about me? What do you think will look best on me? Uh, I like what you have, uh, a few straggler hairs there on your chin. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That's a good that. look. Uh-huh. See, the thing about my my beard is, like, uh-huh. when it gets to this He's length, looking in his phone right now, guys. You and really can't see all lips. of it. Like, there's patches of it. It's almost like I missed some spots, like most of it. Well, it just it's because some like, of it's different colors. Like, look right here. It's dark. See that? Dark. Yeah. Right here in the middle? Great. Right. Up here? Blonde. <laughs> so what we're going to need to do, it's what so we're going to need to do, we'll just send your family uh, to the store and we'll get you some just for men and then we'll color it in and then you can really see what it looks like. Which I'm color sure do I be. choose though? You can let me and your wife choose the color. Because I have multicolored beard. Now that's what I've realized. That's what makes it look so stupid. If it was all blonde, it you've would be okay. You've got highlights. That's all it is. You've got, you've got basically have frosted yeah. white tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some dark spots over here. Yeah. It's not normally trendy in a beard. Like if my whole beard was was dark and then there was some gray, it'd yeah. be okay. You're really thinking about it though now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's multicolored. It is. Like I'm if equal you, opportunity. If you went to the hair salon to get three different colors, do you know how expensive that is? Oh my gosh. I would want to pay for that. So the beard preference deal... We put that up on our social media this morning. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was also reading a story this morning on an eight-year-old girl in California who sold Girl Scout cookies, right? So the story is, is at one point she was battling Ewing sarcoma, which is a form of cancer. Uh, she was able to beat the cancer and people really wanted to rally behind her because she was a strong little girl. Mm-hmm. Again, she's eight years old. She sold 32,000 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Oh, my goodness. The actual number, 32,484 boxes. Now, a lot of people were just coming by her house to buy cookies because of her story. And then other people who were in children's hospitals were like, hey, we're going to support her, too. And they're like, well, wait, somebody probably just bought a ton of them. The biggest order out of all of them was 100 boxes. So when you really think about that, she did 32,484 boxes of Girl Scout cookies, which is just remarkable. Yeah. And again, it shows you like, hey, people can be really sweet mm-hmm. if they want to be really sweet. The average price of Girl Scout cookies ranges between five and six bucks. So we'll do 5.5. She made $178,662 for the Girl Scouts. Wow. Which is amazing. What should her cut be? Uh, gosh, some really cool prizes. Ten grand. Something. Give her some money like that. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Like, what do you think the average Girl Scout needs to sell? Like, is it 20, I 25? have no idea. But, uh, yeah, they want everybody to sell so many at least. Yeah, and it's probably like 20. Right. She sold 32,484 boxes. Mm. And that's great for her, and it's also great for the people who wanted to support the mm-hmm. cause. So... A shout out to her and her family and everybody who supported that. Her name is Lily Bumpus, and she lives in California. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. There's a 53-year-old guy named Mark who's been on the run from the authorities in Italy since 2014 after he was busted trafficking cocaine for the mafia. Well, it turns out Mark's been hiding out in the Dominican Republic 
and he finally blew his cover when he decided to host a YouTube channel showing off his Italian cooking skills. Oh, you gotta be joking. And even though he never showed his face in the videos, his unique and distinctive tattoos gave him away. So when someone in the Italian law enforcement world spotted them, they realized the cooking show host was Mark. <laughs> he was arrested and taken back to Italy. And some people will do anything to try to be the next big star on YouTube. There you go. But speaking of YouTube... I randomly encountered a video on YouTube that said how to stop procrastinating, and I thought it would be beneficial to me since I'm constantly procrastinating, so I saved it to watch it later. Oh, jeez. Oh. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on today. Kelly has told me that... She would like this time because she has a bone to pick with me, and I'm not exactly sure which bone she is picking. Well, here's the thing. I don't know who posts on Instagram what you did yesterday. I, I don't think I've ever seen someone. I'm trying to think if I've even, even on Halloween. Someone, you posted a picture yesterday, and I wasn't ready for it. And I almost called you over it. And then I almost what? text your wife and said, About- why are you allowing him to do this? Oh, you're overreacting. No, I'm not. This is perfectly normal in my world. Okay. Well, in everyone else's world, I don't know what world you're living in, but Brandon posted a picture of himself with his head, and y'all, if you don't know, he's bald, um, totally covered in blood. Yeah. This is, uh, well, it was a birthday post for my friend, the fabulous Freebird, Michael P.S. Hayes, longtime uh, wrestling guy. He's now one of the main creative people at WWE, but like... We've been friends forever since I was like 16 years old. He kind of took me under his wing, and this was um, this was actually taken mm-hmm. in Jonesboro at the Earl Bell Community Center, February of 1999, I think. Really? Yeah, we were tag team partners in a bad street match, and it was his birthday, so I thought this is a great post to share. I, but I guess, okay, <laughs> I guess it's not every day that the average person is going through social media and sees a man covered in blood. I mean, even if you're watching like UFC and someone has completely gotten their face destroyed, I don't even think, I think yours looks even worse. I guess I wasn't thinking about it from that perspective. So like from my perspective, as somebody who did wrestling for all these years, right? Like a bloody face, especially in that time frame, was almost normal. But I guess at that point, people didn't really have it on social media. And if you don't follow somebody who is A, a wrestler, or B, a UFC fighter, I would assume a bloody face is not typically what you see in your feed. So for anybody that opened that and might have been offended or scared, I do apologize. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I was offended, but I was like, ugh. But and then the second picture. What about is that? Is that your younger brother? What's wrong with that picture? Can I tell you, I hate that picture. There's nothing wrong with it. I will say your eyes are really blue in it, and your shirt is... Uh, I think I was hung over this day. <laughs> oh, so maybe it's not really... Yeah, they're a little hazy. This was me... Uh, speaking of haze, me and Michael Hayes had spent the, the evening before on Beale Street, and our television show was on at 11 o'clock in the morning, and I remember going there, and Dave Brown from Channel 5, he was doing the interview, and he was like, ooh, I can still smell what y'all did last night. Are those flowers on your shirt? Well, flowers and polka dots? I'm not exactly sure why Michael chose to hang out with me at this point based on that shirt. That's a Gadzook special. And am I seeing three hoops in one ear? You, you might be. Or is it two? No, it's just two, I think. 
That's oh, really y'all. skinny. I was how skinny was if I? If you can get past the first picture, y'all need to go just to see the second picture. Kelly, how much did I weigh in that second picture? I'm going to say 27 pounds. <laughs> I look like I weigh what an infant would weigh, but I'm a man at that point. Like, was his hand around your shoulder, was it hard for Was it basically like you were doing squats? <laughs> <laughs> so if you go back to the first one, right? Yeah. Again, bloody head. I'll never forget this this night, right? Because I got hit by Randy Hales with the trash can, right? A big old metal trash can, which had sharp edges and stuff like that. So I remember getting hit in the head, and I go down on the floor of the Earl Bell. There's people on the front row, and you know, there's no social distancing. And at that point, there were no barricades. Like, we're just right there. There's a rope that separates people, like a literal rope. (laughs) Like, don't cross the rope. Right. But we could always fall over the rope, and it happened from time to time. So I'll never forget, I got hit in the head by this trash can. And I'm down there on the floor. And as I start to come up, I'm basically almost like in a plank position and coming up to all fours. And I realize that the spot on my head, which is still somewhere right up in here, I can still kind of feel it sometimes. I realize it's bleeding and it's bleeding a lot. And in the days of the 90s or the 80s, you know, wrestlers bled often. But this was different because my heart was pumping so hard that my blood literally was squirting. No, it no. wasn't just trickling down my forehead. It was literally squirting out of my head like a fountain. And I panicked because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to bleed out and die at the Earl Bell. I'll never forget the visual from my perspective. I'm starting to come up and I realize the blood is uh-huh. pouring like a fountain out of the top of my head. And I remember people in the front row lifting their feet and turning to the side uh-huh. to get away from Stop. all the blood flow. What? Well, then what? What'd you do? You well, kept going? Well, I probably went for a couple more minutes. And then once I realized, once my heart rate came down a little bit, it wasn't pumping quite as fast. Oh. It was just flowing down into my eyes and my mouth and stuff like that. That always makes it good. <laughs> Is it weird that at one point in my life that was normal? Yeah, and you just posted the picture of it. If you haven't seen it, this is also, I don't even know if I had any tattoos at this point. They're not visible in the photo. What would you assume my weight is in that picture? I'm going to say, let's see, you were 27 and the other one, I'm going to say you might look a little bit. It wasn't 27. No, 27 pounds. Oh, 27 Um, pounds. I'm going to say maybe 38. (laughs) I had zero muscle tone, but for some reason I was out there wrestling without a shirt on. I mean, it's what you did. Anyway, if y'all want to go, if you're, I don't want, if you're easily offended, scared of blood, you might not want to go and look at it because this is probably twenty or thirty minutes after the blood flow. That's how much is still coming out. What did your friend in the picture say? Was oh, he proud of you? For wrestlers, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like you're bleeding and you're bleeding that much. This is awesome. <laughs> But for me, in those moments, you know me, uh-huh. and you can imagine the panic. You were scared. As I saw the fountain of blood, <laughs> and I started thinking, I am literally about to die in the middle of a wrestling match in Jonesboro, Arkansas, at the Earl Bell Community Center. Man. So, Wild Stories, it's up on Instagram and on Facebook. Just search Brandon Baxter in the morning, or on Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So for the new followers on Instagram who are going to see me with my face mutilated, I'm following you back. So just a heads up on that. Brandon on, uh, what is it? Brandon Baxter in the morning on Instagram and on Facebook. You can go to either spot to see my bloody face photo. And, and it's, it's it's a good one. And Kelly's like, no, is it real? I'm like, no, 100% real blood. Yeah. Everywhere. So there you go. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. 
Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It is Tuesday, March the 30th of 2021. Local birthdays. Local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our good, close, personal friend. His name is Randy Bringer. I have bought more vehicles from him than any other human on the planet. Is that why he tries to bring you donuts all the time? Oh, he set me up for the next purchase. 100%. He doesn't even like me that much. But he 100% knows that I'll buy more vehicles. I always trust Randy and all the deals he gives me. That truck I'm driving right now, Randy Bringer Special. The car out there my wife's driving, mm-hmm. Randy Bringer special. He's turning 60 years old today, and his wife, Luann, wanted me to play a song for his birthday mm-hmm. for him. Birthday to Randy Bringer. This is actually the song that Luann wanted me to play. Well, I don't need your rocking chair. Oh no! no. I don't need your rocking chair. Your Geritol or your Medicare. I've still got neon in my veins. Watch out, man. This gray hair don't mean a thing. It's been gray for like 40 years. Oh. Randy Bringer celebrates his 60th birthday today. Also, happy birthday goes out to Jeff DeMuth of Jonesboro, who celebrates Paul Smith of Gosnell. Happy birthday, Chris Key of Marmaduke. Scott Johnson of DeWitt. Cy Aston of Jonesboro celebrating Steve Clayton. Of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Happy birthday. Elizabeth Wilson is celebrating. Vicki Prince from Paragould and Drew Arnold of Pocahontas is turning 16 today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Thomas Rhett is 31 today. Ain't nothing that a big can Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Thomas Retz. If I never get to see the northern lights, or if I never get to see the Eiffel Tower at night, with all I got is your hand in my hand, baby, I could die a happy man. Thomas Rhett celebrating his birthday today. Everybody got a story to tell. Everybody got a Thomas Rhett, 31. 
Happy birthday today to Jordan Davis, who is 33. Jordan Davis also does this one. Happy birthday to Jordan Davis, who celebrates today. Mark Consuelos is 50. That's Kelly Ripa's husband. Yep. Celine Dion oh, is 53 today. Let's do it. And of course, anytime we do anything that mentions Celine Dion, we want to play this one. Happy birthday to Celine Dion, who's 53 today. Piers Morgan is 56 today. Ian Ziering is 57 from Sharknado and Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, he was Steve on the original yeah. Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. Tracy Sh- Tracy Chapman is 56 to- 57 today. How you about- know her from this song. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove Tracy Chapman, also known for this song, too Give me one reason to steer Oh, yeah And I'll turn right back around Tracy Chapman, turning 57 today Oh, my goodness. What? He is one year younger than Randy Bringer. What? MC Hammer oh. is 59 today. Here we go. <laughs> Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. You want to see if I can still do it? Yes, please. Can't touch this. You know it, too. My, 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 my music hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and you like it feels good when you know you're down. Oh, tell me, I'm And such, and this is me, you can touch. Can you do the MC Hammer? Uh, no. <laughs> Try. No, 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 no. MC Hammer 59 today. Paul Reiser is 65. That's Dr. Owens on Stranger Things and Mad About You. Mm-hmm. Eric Clapton is 76 oh, today. I love this one. And then she asked me, do I look alright? And I say yes, you look wonderful tonight. Eric Clapton, 76 today. John Aston is 91. That's Gomez Adams from the Adams Family TV show. Oh, gosh. I used to love this, too. How does it start? Uh, how does it start? They're creepy, I think. Is that how it goes? Creepy and yeah. spooky. Let's see if it's in. They're creepy and they're kooky. Mysterious and spooky. They're all together ooky. The Adams Family. Their house is a museum. When people come to see them, they really are a scream. The Adams Family. Da-na-na-na. Neat. Sweet. I damn. We'll let Kelly do sound effects all day.
happy birthday, John Aston, who turns 91 Gomez Adams. And a big happy birthday to Justin Moore, who is 37 today. Arkansas. Got the kid was banging and a rock and roll. Whisper to me, baby, where you want to go? I can ride you around town and drive you down some old back road. Happy birthday, Justin Moore. Here's to the ones who didn't make it back home. The ones we ain't seen in so long. The hold up a beer was a wish they were here. Justin Moore is turning 37 today. You look like I need a drink right now. Okay. Why not? Here in small town, USA. Us, man. Give me your Saturday night, my baby, by my side. A little Hank Jr. and a six-pack of light. An old dirt road, and I'll be just fine. Justin Moore celebrating a birthday today. He's 37. And what I wouldn't give to ride around in that old truck with him. If heaven wasn't so far away, I'd pack up the kids and go for the day. Introduce them to their grandpa. Watch him laugh at the That's way a really he good talks. Song right there. Just a more celebration. Cause it's Friday. Cause it's Monday. Cause it's a charcoal burning Sunday. Cause we ain't gonna get to one day. Hey, guess what? That's why we drink. Cause the sun's up. There it is. Cause it's birthday goes out to my good friend Justin Moore who turns 37 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Alright, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Blake Shelton fans, get ready. Blake has announced his next album, which just so happens to be his 12th album of his career. It's going to come out on May the 21st. It's called Body Language. Now, there's going to be 12 songs on the album, including the title track, which will be Body Language. Other songs that you already know from Blake Shelton include Happy Anyway. Plus his most recent single, Minimum Wage. You can make a six-pack on the carpet, tis like a million-dollar bill. You can make a one-bedroom apartment, feel like a house up on a hill. 
So Blake says again, 12 songs on the album. They've been working on this for about two years now, and he's very proud of what they've done. He said, it's been a difficult journey, though, because of the pandemic and having to write uh, through that and all of that. He says they've explored some new sounds as well as keeping some of that classic country in there as well. So get ready for Blake Shelton Body Language due out on May 21st. Chase Rice and Florida Georgia Line have a fun new collaboration out called Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen. And these guys just dropped a video to go with it. The video is filmed at an old tobacco barn on Chase's property in Nashville. And you can see the guys doing exactly what the song says. Finding faith on a Friday night and connecting with life's bigger picture. Again, the song is called Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen. Sitting here, drinking beer, talking God, Amen. Killing time, living life with some Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen by Chase Rice in Florida Georgia Line. And we have the video up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. All right, Kane Brown has told the world that he has finally found true love. And it's not with his wife. No, it's not Caitlin. True love is with his daughter, Kingsley Rose, which is really sweet. Uh, Kane says that Kingsley completely changed their lives for the better. And basically, uh, they got Kingsley home and they were like, oh my gosh, this is what it's all about. Kane says he's learned to be patient and also learned that there really is true love. And that's the love that a father has for his daughter. So a really sweet story right there. When asked, hey, Kane, uh, who is Kingsley a little more like? And he said, well, personality wise, Kingsley's a little more like dad, a little bit chilled back. And if uh, she gets mad, she gets over it super easy. So sweet stuff there from Kane Brown. Brett Young has a lot to celebrate. Not only are he and his wife, Taylor, pregnant with a baby girl, his song Lady just hit the top spot this week on Billboard's Country Airplay chart, making this his seventh consecutive number one. The song is called Lady. Here's what it sounds like. I hope you look just like your mama and love her like I do. You'll see close to perfect patience if you watch your every move. You can always run to daddy. You'll always be my baby. But look at her, baby girl, and you'll learn how to be a lady. So congratulations to Brett Young Brett Young on his number one song, Lady. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 30th, and today in pop culture, in 1963, an artist known as Leslie Gore had a big song that was recorded on this day, and I think that you might have heard it. It goes a little something like this. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to, 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 cry if I want to. All right, today in pop culture in 1964, Jeopardy! made its television debut on NBC 1964. Today in pop culture in 1985, Phil Collins scored his second number one as a solo artist with this song right here. Today in pop culture in 1992, Garth Brooks was featured on the cover of Time magazine. They called him, and I'll quote this, okay? 
Uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash performer who can bring 40-year-olds to tears with existential hymns about accepting life's compromises. Ooh, nice. The guy on the cover was Garth Brooks. I toasted you, said honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain, cause I got friends in all Garth Brooks on the cover of Time. Yeah, we can just go through and do so many. Gotta love some Garth. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered dreams. Today, pop culture in 2006, Carrie Underwood was number one on the U.S. country charts with her debut album. The album was called Some Hearts. Of course, it featured this as the leadoff single. Jesus, take the also featured this song. And of course, the first album also had this one. And today in pop culture in 2017, Ed Sheeran was number one on the U.S. and U.K. album charts with his third album. That was called Divide. It featured this song. Castle on the Hill and this one. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. Today is March the 30th. And that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Kelly's stretching because she is about to present to me an idea of something that she wants to use my likeness in. Uh, and to use my likeness, I it needs to be fully approved, and right. the idea needs to be vetted, and we need to make sure it's a good one, uh, because sometimes they're not always good ones. And I'm not the best presenter, but I'm going to try my best. All right, so you want the opportunity to <laughs> present your case. Yes. And here's what people don't know about the way we do this. Like, legitimately, what I've told you is I don't want to know until we're on the radio. Yes, and so I get really nervous, and then he tells y'all that I am about to present by myself before we go. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of nervous. But it's not It's not even that big a deal. Well, it is kind of a big no, deal. No, this is, uh, okay, so, like, legit, this is real life. She's about yes. to try to sell me on an idea that she has, which she tried to pitch me early off the air, and I told her, no, save it. Right. <laughs> Because you want me to burn. No, not at all. Okay. But I think that we should share our most honest moments on the radio. <laughs> well, this is about to be one. If, if people will join us every morning and commit to being here with us, mm-hmm. we need to commit to them to give them full honesty. Okay. This is full honesty. Well, most of you, if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, know that I love Brett Eldridge. He is one of my favorites. Yep. Okay. Well, he has an album out and he has a song on there called Good Day. Yep. Well, I'd also like to uh, to say that uh, Amanda Beth Carmen also brought this to my attention. So I want to give her credit. She's one of our dear listeners. Yeah. So thank you for bringing this to my attention. Yeah, she's listened literally because she, she's basically gone back and talked about stuff I've done for the last what, 20 years on yes. the radio? That's what friends are for. Oh. For good times and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. I mean, legit, that poor girl. <laughs> That's what friends 
She's heard a bunch of different co-hosts. She's co-hosts. been through everything with you. <laughs> she's put up with a lot. <laughs> uh, she's been there for marriage and childbirth and people passing away. Yeah. And, you know, we've cried on this mm-hmm. show together. I mean, anyway, lots of stuff. So she's the one that brought this to my attention. But this is what it says. So this is what Brett Eldridge posted on his Facebook page. Coming soon to a city near you, we've teamed up with Lamar Advertising Company on a new uplifting billboard campaign to highlight all you're doing in your community. Use hashtag Good Day Movement to submit your photos for a chance to appear on a billboard. So basically, he's going around different places and there's these huge billboards and it says, for example, Northeast Arkansas, it's going to be a good day. Hashtag Good Day Movement. And then there's pictures of either um, like nurses with masks on basically this past year that we've had he's wanting to kind of do like an uplifting campaign of hey this has been a horrible tragic tough year but it's going to be a good day because of these people because of what's going on because of what's happening in this town this city look what these people are doing for each other and i mean the city that we're in I see stuff every day that people do for each other. Let's here. talk about the whole state. I mean, everybody yeah. all across the state. There's there's communities that have come together. Yes, hugely. And I'm like, definitely, I think Arkansas should be represented. And if anything, we're talking about a good day yeah. is this. And and the wild thing about that is with Lamar, we have, uh, you know, that billboard company is here. And like we literally, if we get this thing done, yeah. we could be up on the billboard. Brett Eldridge feature the song. Uh, Good Day Movement, all that stuff. And yes, I love Brad Eldridge and love his music, but just this campaign and seeing what kind of, I don't know, I just think that's a really cool campaign to be a part of. And if we, you know, being in country music and us here, if we could get be part of that. That would be so neat. Yeah, you just want to get in front of Brett Eldridge, too. You hush. This has nothing to do with being in front of... He's not going to drive by and see me he on could. his billboard. We're not that far. Well, yeah, you are right. And he'd see it through social media. Do you think he doesn't have social media? But let me tell you, I'm, I might have, I might have also bought something too. You bought something for the campaign. Yeah. What did you buy? A t-shirt with Brett's name on it. Oh, that's sweet. I know. When do you I, get it? I don't know. I, I, I haven't. Um, I need to track it. Okay. Hopefully soon. So you're going to have a t-shirt. I need for him this to know. Campaign. Yeah. This is. I'm. I'm. I'm spending money for the campaign. Yeah. We are on this with him. It's going to be a good day. Now, if you haven't heard this song, yeah. Good Day, this is what it sounds like. It's going to be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like love's coming my way. And the sun ain't even shining. If the world going to keep on spinning, let it keep spinning on my way. I got to feel it. It's going to be a good day. All right, so, so what do you think? Well, I mean, I think it's a great idea. I love the idea of the movements. I think we need to figure out what we want to feature. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously we could say, hey, we want to have a billboard. But at the same point, we need to have like the angle. What's what's our yeah. our thought process? Who do we honor? What group of people do we honor? Well, there's so many. There's no, no way. It I can't can... be about us. No, of course not. Of course you not. Know? Definitely. Even though we've worked every day of the pandemic. Yeah. I, I will say, yeah, we have been here. And speaking of good day, that's kind of what you and I want people to have when they're listening to us. We want them to smile. We want them to kind of maybe think, of, forget about their problems that they're having at that moment and maybe just escape for just a few seconds or a few minutes and, I don't know, have a good day. Yeah, if we could be that on your drive to work. So uh, we'll, we'll brainstorm. And if yeah. anybody has any ideas of people who have done like special things, because uh, yeah, there's people like I have a couple people in my mind who immediately pop uh-huh. up like, wow, I remember what 
they did. And it doesn't necessarily, cause you know, like there's been a lot of stuff. There's been the pandemic. There's been uh, people who have supported people like even the, the people including our friend Brandy Garner, mm-hmm. who is a, a nurse who uh, really was there to support Leslie's grandparents in their biggest battle. We lost Papa and, and she was there with him. Yeah. And then she's been there to support Mima. And like, I think about what she did that she didn't have to do, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a bond we had through this show and people who share the morning with us. And because of that, she felt connected and went out of her way as a nurse to go and help them. And we need to, we need to be able to share more of those stories with each other. I don't think that enough of that is shared. Yeah. The people who have done the the fundraisers and the people who have uh, collected money for, you know, rebuilding after tornadoes and mm-hmm. all those different things. There's a lot of people who have done good things. All right. I'm going to put it on you. I will be a part of it. Okay. You figure out what angle you want to go, who you want to honor. I'll be working on it. Brett we'll Eldridge. Go good day. There you go. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Unwritten rules. Here is the deal. These are things I was reading this deal and I was like, oh my gosh, I believe I have done so many of these things. And the deal is it's uh, you know, it's a mistake if you do something for the first time and don't know any better. Yeah. The issue is when you continue to repeat said mistake, you know, you know, you already know what's right and what's wrong, what to do and what not to do. So then you're choosing to make the mistake. So what I thought we would do today, I would go through some of these unwritten rules that we should all know. And if you've made the mistake, you can be like, okay, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. But sometimes you need to hear them to understand them. Okay. So I thought we would share the unwritten rules and you and I can weigh in on the unwritten rules and we can see if we have ever broken these rules. Are you actually going to tell the truth? Oh, I'll tell the truth. Okay. And most of them are broken. Okay. I'll just say right off the bat. Okay, so here we go. And you're going to giggle because you've probably heard me break most of these rules. But you need to be honest about you too. And then we'll learn and hopefully we'll never do these things again. Okay. All right. Here are some of them. Don't ever point out if someone is blushing. They can't control it. They already know. It's making it worse by drawing attention. Uh, Yes, all the way around. We've all done that. (laughs) How often do I do it? Uh, Every... Five seconds. All right, here we go. Another unwritten rule. If you make a mess, clean it up as soon as you can. Don't leave it behind for someone else to clean up. That's, yeah, of course. It's unwritten, yes. but you should know that. We've all done it, though. Uh, figure out what you're going to order or buy before you get to the front of the line. Kelly, I know every time what I'm getting when I get there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I will I, If I have to research it online. I don't know how it is that my wife doesn't know what she's going to order every time we get to the thing at the drive-thru. Because she is a free-spirited person and wants to try to trust new things, Brandon. But it's never a new thing. Because by the time she, by the time she has the pressure of having to make the decision, yeah. just give me the chicken quesadilla! <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's always the same, but it's like she thinks because we're paying that she should have the opportunity to sit there for five minutes and stew on the menu. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Uh, Other unwritten rules. Never ask someone why they don't drink. That could be a little too personal. Oh, yeah. Don't ever ask somebody, hey, how much did that cost? (laughs) Because I've done that before. Have you done it? No. That's a lot. Only with people that I really know. Uh, if you borrow a car, always fill the tank, which makes sense. Here's an unwritten rule, and this one is one, man, when it happens, ugh, it fires me up. And it doesn't matter who the recipient of this is. 
never give someone's phone number or contact info without their permission. That's 100%. If you do that, you're going to pay for getting my phone number changed. I don't do it. Mm -mm. I don't. Because I even had somebody the other day who was like, hey, can I get somebody's contact? I'm like, no. I got to make sure first. Uh I got to approve it. I got to get them to approve it before I give it to you. Nothing against you, but it's their personal contact Mm -hmm. information. Uh, They say another unwritten rule. If you continue to borrow something from somebody over and over, (laughs) you probably should go buy your own. (laughs) Do you you borrow like uh, lawnmowers or anything? No, I've gotten better at it. But in the old days, hey, man, can I borrow blah, blah, blah? I've done it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I borrowed a ladder, no telling how many times from my father-in-law because I didn't want to go buy one. Mm -hmm. They say, uh, don't brag about your kid if another parent is sharing a challenge with their kid. It's like, I can't get my kid to do this. Well, guess what little Bobby did? He has straight A's. (laughs) He's a a genius. (laughs) Again, unwritten rules. Uh, Stop talking on the phone in your bathroom. Like, don't take the call. Yeah, I don't, Give it I a don't second. do that. Give it a second. Never mock something that someone can't change. You may think you're joking, but they might be sensitive about it. Do you remember earlier when you were talking about the three colors of my beard? And then you got really upset? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Okay, I won't, I won't talk about your multicolored beard anymore. Never touch a pregnant person's stomach. Y'all, I struggle with that because I want to do that so bad. I find the pregnant form so pretty and the idea of like the firmness of the belly. I love it. I want to touch the belly of every pregnant woman. I know you do. But the first time you touch that belly and say, when are you expecting? And she says, I'm not. Yeah, that is a that is a bad one. Yeah, that would not be. I need to know for sure that you're pregnant before I try to touch it. Yes. (laughs) I do for real. Mm hmm. Because there's times where you're like, I think she's pregnant, but I'm not really sure if she's pregnant. That's when you should not reach out. What if she just ate a lot of salt? True. Because that could be a Mm -hmm. bad thing. Uh, They say take time to congratulate somebody when they share good news. Don't just start asking questions. Okay. That's an unwritten rule. And that kind of makes sense. Uh, Don't take up all the pavement or walk down the center of an aisle. Give people room to get around Mm -hmm. you. I'm sitting here picturing the grocery store. Uh Uh-huh. Especially if you're if you're on a cart and you're just in the middle, and I'm like, I gotta go somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, don't ask people when they're gonna have kids. Yeah, not everybody wants to have kids, and not everybody can have mm-hmm. kids. So yep. that's always a weird one to ask. Never do that. Unwritten rule. And they also say when somebody's talking, don't spend the entire time trying to think of your response. Listen, listen to what they're saying, and then you can respond. But if you're so busy trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. and what you're going to ask next, you might miss something important. I like it. Unwritten rules we should all live by. And I'm telling you, when you hear them, maybe we'll all do better. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we talked earlier about like the facial hair trend in Arkansas that is leaning toward the mutton chops. Long sideburns, and most of your facial hair is kind of like on the side of your face, Mm -hmm. and it's either you have no mustache or like a small mustache, but nothing on your chin. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of a mutton chop. That's that's the number one Google trend as far as facial Mm -hmm. hair in Arkansas. There was only one state in the entire United States where uh, the main trend was to be clean shaven, clean shaved. Mm Mm-hmm. 
thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I feel like I want that, especially if I'm a little bit slimmer because I feel like I can show my jawline a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like when I get puffier, it's not as good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if your face is really well defined and you're thin, then it looks better than, you know. Man, girls are, we kind of got this, we didn't, we don't get to do that. Yeah, but you're covered up with makeup. Nobody even knows what's going on there. Okay. So. <laughs> Rude. Give me a towel. So, will you give me a towel? Uh, that hardly any would come off on the towel. Well, That's give me a towel and some water. Mm-hmm. A squirt bottle. A squirt bottle. There's a new fashion trend. I'm not sure if this one's going to work in Arkansas, but let me tell you what it is. They're saying skirts for men are becoming a thing. Hmm. And uh, they say a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, the pandemic has caused uh, people not to have dress codes like they used to, and a lot of guys are are not having to go to the office quite as much. And they say that a lot of guys want their legs to be free and comfortable. So the idea behind the skirt is they're free and comfortable. Now, I'm not talking like mini skirt. I'm not talking like tight, constrictive skirt. I'm talking about like, imagine baggy cargo shorts, but nothing, no seam in the middle. So it's all open area. So like you're wearing a towel? Like a towel, but, you know, less uh, less strict, uh, hmm. constrictive than a towel. Hmm. What do you think about that as a trend in Arkansas? Um, to each their own, but I'm, I'm not going to buy it for, for my husband. Like if I were to have gone out hunting at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge the other day <laughs> in a camo skirt, do you think I would have been welcomed? Oh, you would have been welcomed. All right. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I wanted to go back at this point and kind of take a look at what the preference is on facial hair to know if it's okay <laughs> if I shave my face. Okay. Because, again, I have three colors in my beard right now, none intentional. A little bit of gray, yeah. a little bit of blonde, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, in a certain few spots, it kind of pops up a little bit darker. I'm telling you, people pay a lot of money to get all those colors in their hair. Yeah, but not on their face. Yeah, true. Because then it looks splotchy. Because why are some areas dark and some are blonde? <laughs> like, I don't what, know. Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Though? And I'm not, I mean, it is what it is. I can't change the way my my body does. Yeah, of course. You, know, you can't make fun of me for my body. Of course. No one wants to. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So what are you seeing as far as responses on facial hair? Because according to Google Trends, Arkansas loves the mutton chops. All right. Lisa Height says, depending on the man, but ultimately it doesn't matter what I think. If he likes it, that's what matters. There you go, Lisa. You are now my favorite. Yep. Jennifer Brown says, the top row is acceptable. Now she's talking about as far as the beard style goes. So you've got the full beard, the goatee mustache, and the extended goatee. She says, I divorced him. She said, I married the man and the beard. Oh. So she really likes the beard. Oh, it's kind of like my mother-in-law will say about my father-in-law, right? She'll yeah. say if Jeff were to shave off his goatee, yes. that he doesn't have a lot of a chin. <laughs> She's so used to, you know, yeah. 15 years or whatever of him with the goatee. Casey, or, oh, Cassie Cooper says, my, my now husband has a full or had a full beard when we met. I love his beard. Last summer he shaved Shaved it to a goatee and mustache, and I literally cried. Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, David Owens says, however, Mother Nature grows it. There you go. All kinds of colors, David. Let's see. Um, Crystal Shelley says, full beard and extended goatee. You know, I tried to go with that at one point, but my goatee didn't extend. It didn't. (laughs) I went for an extension. Yeah. All right. And then Michael Duke says, goatee or a soul patch. Oh, that's that gimmick right yeah, there. Yeah, right here. I tried to grow one of those at one point too, Did but you? it was too light. It just looked like I missed. Yeah. 
So we want to know today, what is your facial preference, uh, facial hair preference? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, Kelly has this great idea to involve Brett Eldridge in her morning movement. And we are working on that and trying to find the right way to, to kind of present it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kelly's going to work on the morning movement over uh-huh. the next uh, couple of days. Thank you, Brandon. You're welcome. Also, we uh, I get called out for posting a bloody photo. It's my face <laughs> bleeding everywhere. And Kelly thought it was inappropriate yeah, it for is. people's regular feeds. Maybe I should have had like, hey, censored, swipe here to see oh. this. But I didn't. Uh, that's up on my socials today. Find out more on the podcast. We also talk about unwritten rules in life that we should live by things that all of us have probably done that hopefully we've learned from maybe not, uh, popular facial hairstyles, the girl scout who sold 32,000 boxes of cookies, all kinds of stuff on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV Tonight, more March Madness continues with the other half of the Elite Eight, Gonzaga uh, with against USC and then Michigan against UCLA. Okay, the series premiere of Pooch Perfect, a competition for creative dog grooming hosted by Rebel Wilson. Now that I saw the teaser for it last night, I think we'll watch that. The sixth season premiere of Supergirl, episode three of Demi Lovato, Dancing with the Devil on YouTube. Tonight's schedule also includes The Flash, New Amsterdam and Mayans MC. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.